Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies. And we blow your brains out with flames. Yeah. So today, we're talking the brand new X-Men, or not X-Men, movie called Firestarter. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... We're going to burn it all down to the ground. Cheers. Cheers. I'm excited to try this here. I got a uh, collaboration beer from Matchless and Wayfinder called Max AC Cold Double IPA. Nice. Smells good. Well, I finally got it in bottle form, but I also have a collaboration. I've, <laughs> I have a collaboration as well. It's the Breakside and Gigantic Later Skater. Oh, I need to get one still. Do I just, okay, again, I have to just go to, go to one. This, they have it at Fred Meyers now. I got this at Fred oh, Meyers. sweet. Cause it's like six bucks for a bottle, but I look for it at Breakside. They didn't have it. I got some, uh, more stranger thing recap and do tonight. I might just go to Freddy's and grab a bottle. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Pretty good. And you know, Breakside gigantic two two of our favorites. Hell yeah. Essentially, your favorite and my favorite coming together. That is true. Damn, I didn't think of it like that. Daniel's favorite and my favorite joined together. Yep. Having babies. I love it. Yep. It's like beer number 147. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. You got some movie news for us today? I do. I had a couple things that piqued my interest. Johnny Depp going to be in the next pirate movie? Nope. <laughs> Oh, I totally forgot about that, but I did see that they're talking about doing a Pirates of the Caribbean Disney Plus TV show. Which, no thing. I mean, to be fair, I fell off the pirate. I saw up to number three. That's as far as I went with it. I still rewatch the first one pretty often because that's one of my favorite movies to watch. I'd have to go back and watch them all. I've only seen, I think, the first two, maybe parts of the third, but I fell off a long time ago i know they have like five or six now so it's kind of hard well like everybody's like Woo, pirates 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 i'm like it's cool it's cool and depth's great as jack and caps captain jack sparrow but he's done so much more stuff he did so many when he was trying to get away from his 21 jump street what would you call that like image no like well like teen heartthrob image when he was trying to get away from that back in the early 90s, he did so many crazy, just cool movies all through the 90s. I mean, Ed Wood is still to this day my favorite Depp role. So I liked him way before he was a pirate. So Jordan, that's an old man sentence to say. You're like, I get it. His mainstream success is this, but have you seen Ed Wood? But have you seen Ed Wood? I think no, most yeah. people would probably be like, no. I remember when the Academy played it, I was like, oh, damn, I'm seeing that in theaters. And it was great. <laughs> nice. But yes. Um, Series, though. Yeah. Yeah, not super interesting. But I uh, got a couple more things because apparently, um, and I we didn't really talk about this because I didn't really, you know, I kind of forgot this happened, but Discovery, like Discovery bought Warner, Warner Brothers or partnered with them. So now it's Warner Bros. Discovery is like the whole company name. 
Interesting. Um, but in part, I think it's Discovery because I think they're making some big changes at Warner Brothers. Because um, I guess they want to restructure the... They essentially want to restructure Warner Brothers to be restructured more like how Disney has it, where they have separate studios for DC films, similar to Marvel. And, oh, here it is. They want to have a similar structure to Disney with separate entities with individual creative leaders for divisions like DC, New Line, and Animation, who essentially, so essentially they want to segregate it. So like like one person, they all they do is DC. You know, and I honestly think that's probably a good idea. Like, I feel like with DC being so, I don't know. Like, the thing is, I don't want it to be as formulaic as Marvel. Like, it's kind of like, uh, if, you if know, I, I give want any, more of the Batman. If I can give any know, advice so like, to Warner Brothers, don't hire any Kathleen Candy types. They will fuck your shit up. Well, like I said, I think they want to stay a little bit different. Like, you know, you should be able to cater to both sides. Like, I think they've learned their lesson trying to go after the Marvel money. They need to do more of their own stuff. What, but man? I'm like, okay, that sounds like something that might not be a bad idea. And you mean speeding through, not taking your time didn't work? Yeah, exactly. Not developing your world didn't work. Yeah. Um, we also got a little bit of an announcement for one of Pixar's upcoming projects called Elemental, which they're going to be releasing June 16th in 2023, so next year. Oh, yeah. I think I saw like a picture, poster, something. Yeah, a little concept art for a guy made out of water and a girl made out of fire. It's going to be like a... That could be cool. Uh, Yeah, and I'm like, I like the idea. I like the more high concept stuff from Pixar. You know, like I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of what one that's kind of like that. I don't know. I feel like you get more of that in like their shorts than a full length movie. Yeah. So well, I'm excited to see. I, I like that they're trying new stuff. Who would have thought toys coming to life would be so cool and so much fun? <laughs> but yeah. yeah they but did, they did. I'm like, I got, I, I like the, I, uh, I liked the little concept art they're having, kind of like looked like a futuristic city, but with just like elemental people walking around. So I'm like, cool. Sounds fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I thought I had one more thing. I guess it was just the Pirates thing. Okay. I guess that's all the movie news I had this week. All right. Yeah, I can't think of anything big announced or anything like that. Box no, office, no big trailers. Box office kind of took a dip this weekend. Doctor yeah, Strange. but Memorial Day weekend's coming up in a couple weeks, so. Yeah, but I just mean, yeah, like Doctor Strange took a huge dive, like 62 percent, i think they said yeah but i saw that and i'm like yeah but it made like a shitload of money like everybody saw it last it's weekend still, yeah we saw it twice so it's gonna chug along through to a billion pr- most likely but like it made almost like what 500 million dollars in its opening weekend so like yeah still kind of a you know it should have fallen maybe 45 percent. that's 62 is still kind of a big hit but it's still making a ton of money but yeah, the one we're about to talk about, Firestarter debuted at number four. <laughs> that seems high. <laughs> Especially when it opened up at a uh, yeah, debut 3.8. <laughs> Firestarter 
far as other things I saw this week, I've just been kind of recapping stuff, getting ready for the new season of Stranger Things. I really haven't been watching any other movies at all. I mean, you and I went and saw Doctor Strange again, which we saw it in 3D, and I I liked it a lot in 3D. And we got to see I, the new Avatar trailer in 3D, which looked spectacular. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, damn it. Like, just it was actually a 3D trailer. And I'm like, this looks a lot better in 3D. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch it. I'm like, again, it's still more morbidly curious, but I'm like, like, I damn it, I'm getting sucked in. No, I know. I'm like, but it's like, it's been so long since I've seen like an honest to God 3D movie instead of something that like had 3D slapped on top of it. Yeah, which I I thought as far as Doctor Strange, that was definitely, you know, 3D 3D altered later in post-production. But I thought some scenes, especially when they're in the in-between multiverses, the scenes in space looked really cool in 3D and yeah. the music fight scene looked really cool in 3D. Yeah, I mean, like, no, I definitely enjoyed watching. I honestly forgot that was this week because, yeah, that was the only movie I watched was seeing Doctor Strange with you again, but in 3D. And that was a lot of fun. Um, and now I'm like, OK, I've seen it twice. Now I'm like, all right, Shiloh, do you want to come to the theaters with me for a third time? Or are we just going to wait till it co- hits home theaters for you to watch it? We'll see. But if she hasn't seen in theaters, still worth seeing in theaters. I think so. It's just if you want to see it a third time or not. I'd watch it a third time. I enjoy it. It's honestly still one of my favorite. Like, it's definitely top 10 MCU for me. Top five, I'm not sure. Top seven, probably. Sweet. Well, let's let's get into our. Should we just. Yeah, I guess that's all you saw this week. Yep. We should. We'll get into our main movie on tap here. And I got to say, recapping Stranger Things did not help this movie at all (laughs) that we're about to talk about. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we'll get into that. It's like, here's the concept. Here's how you do it right. And here's how you don't do it right. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's get to our main movie on tap here. Let's talk Firestarter. It happened again. What happened? The bad thing. If you ever start to lose control, what do you do? It didn't work. She's not a robot, Annie. She's a little girl. With little girl emotions, which are wildly unpredictable. Charlie? She just has to shove it down and keep it hidden. Our responsibility is getting her ready. Our responsibility is to protect her. Charlie? If they catch her, they're going to put her in a cage. Charlie? They're going to run tests on her for the rest of her life. We'll never see her again. Firestarter. Adapted from a Stephen King novel, directed by Keith Thomas, starring Zach Efron, Sidney Lemon, and Ryan Armstrong. Firestarter is about a young girl who tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind. Ooh. So I knew nothing about this movie till Daniel was talking about it last week. I think all I saw for this movie was the poster for it. You talked about it. You said, oh, it was, you know, Stephen King novel adaptation. I knew nothing about it. I didn't even watch the trailer for it. So I just went, I knew nothing but the poster. So I just went into the theater like, all right, well, let's go see what this is all about. Went and saw it. And I got to say, this was, uh, it was uh, pretty underwhelming for the most part, I would say. Just very bland and just, meh, okay. Well, that happened. Yeah. Uh, it, the yeah, the movie did not set the world on fire, but it, 
but no yeah i mean we watched it because there wasn't really anything coming out this week i'm like well firestar like stephen king like a new adaptation of firestar like there was the one in the 80s that that well the one that came out in the 80s which now i'm like i kind of want to see what that's all about and this was funny is this one felt like I, i kept thinking like you know if this had come out 40 years ago like i'm watching a movie from 40 years ago i think i would have enjoyed it a lot more kind of like oh it's got, got some cult classicness to it well the hard the hard part about the new one and i would like to watch the 80s 80s ones more now is like because it felt like they were trying to hint like this is in the 80s but it's not because they have smartphones they have wi-fi you know it feels like it desperately wanted to be 80s it feels like they initially probably wrote like a script where this was set in the 80s but because it would draw too much of a direct line to stranger things that they might have just like no no make it modern or something yeah. like that because it feels like it's I, I think i would have rather had like an remake. 80s like stephen king movie like but just for like a more modern one but it just feels like it wants to be an 80s but it doesn't deliver so i didn't even know till today that there was an 80s version of it i guess but yeah i guess there's one from 1984 starring drew barrymore and david keith yeah. uh Heather Locklear is her mother. I was thinking, like, well, maybe I should go see this 80s one. I doubt it's any better, but if anything else, it's got some nostalgia to it at least to help. I mean, it's got some campy. And I'm all for like a campy B movie, you know, from the 80s. I'm all for that. But yeah, this movie just, it was just so bland and just, meh, all right. I I I found myself bored at times. I mean, the saving grace of this movie is it was only an hour and a half. If this was a two-hour movie, because now I do think I got, I enjoyed getting to know the family and things like that. Maybe it was the second act because the third act just felt rushed. But if they had stretched that out another half hour, there's a chance I might have just gotten out and walked out of the theater. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it just like I said, there's a lot of stuff in here that I enjoy, but I also like as I was watching this, I'm like. You know, like we talked about like, oh, there's this institute, which, you know, I don't know. I haven't read Stephen King. Like the most I know about is what I've watched from The Shining, Doctor Sleep, and a handful, a small handful of other like Stephen King adaptations, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, but watching this, I'm like, because I know like he has an overarching, like a, a lot of like, he calls it like we see, it, they, they call it The Shine and The Shining, but like people who have like, like unearthly abilities which are kind of like a through line throughout like a lot of his stories you know so these people technically have like the shine just in a different way instead of like how we see in the shining like one can start a fire one can like manipulate people by looking at them in the eyes the other one like is kind of telekinetic and can throw stuff with their mind you know and i i gotta say i did like uh how her power dad i like how he used his abilities for like hypnotherapy essentially yeah i'm like that's actually pretty sweet i mean if you could bust through like at a hundred dollars per session a few clients an hour like that's some good money yeah i know (laughs) and you're helping people like she's not gonna smoke anymore (laughs) yeah perfect exactly like not bad word Um, gets out the key cast next thing you know you're you're charging 200 bucks a session (laughs) exactly i don't know it just like there's a, a lot of things in here that I like, but also just watching like, oh, there's this institute that's hunting down like people like that have shining abilities. And I'm like, this feels like I should be like, 
and I know people have been saying this for a long time, but I'm like, this movie really felt I'm like, I feel like I would love to see a well done like Stephen King universe where there's a lot of individual stories that have like through lines with people at The Shining and they do interact a bit in other ways. And I know that like the Dark Tower series is infamous for kind of like you have to read a lot of Stephen King no- novels to really get the full depth of the Dark Towers. Mm-hmm. So especially like, you know, watching like, I don't know these, this in- like DSI, I don't know what this institute's about. They obviously hunt down people with abilities or try and manifest people's abilities. Kind of reminded me of like the Deadpool like uh, place that he got imbued with his abilities or they were awakened. I don't know, it just feels like like this feels like one part of like something that would have been cool if like there were a couple movies that kind of built up or like because it's like yeah you t- took down this organization but like there's probably other sites you probably just took down this one site but I don't know it just feels like I'm missing a lot. There's another and, like, island so the, with other dinosaurs. The lost yeah the lot or the uh the there's last act really was rushed like it felt like they just pushed it right to like yeah and it also this movie felt like it tried, especially with the soundtrack, it felt like they were trying too hard to try and make it more cool and more like an action food. Funny, funny you say that. I think I actually like the score quite a bit, which John Carpenter helped with the score, which ironically enough, was he was supposed to direct the original adaptation back in the 80s, but his movie, The Thing, was, was not a box office success, so they changed their minds and went with somebody else. Fuck those guys. They fucked up because The Thing is amazing. Exactly. Well, but, fuck anybody that didn't go see it. Like, what were you thinking back in the 80s? That was a great movie to go see in theaters. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know. Like, it felt like, I like the pieces, but I feel like I would love to see, like, a Stephen King universe that talks about these institutes that hunt down the shines. Like, because you have, like, all the, because you would have, like, all these individual stories that have, like, an overarching theme. That could be, like, his, like, final, like, farewell novel, where he just brings all these worlds together. Well, I think that's what the Dark Tower does. Okay. Because they talk about, like, it talks about a lot of different Stephen King universe-like things. Like, it, you know, goes through, like, what the it's, like, what the thing is and it is. Like, they go to different worlds and stuff. Like, it sounds like Dark Tower is kind of, like, him bringing all of his novels and making it into one huge thing. That's cool. So, I don't know. Like, it makes me, I, I did think about, and I also looked it up. Apparently, I mean, the mass market, so it's probably not as big, but... This book, I mean, the mass market edition is 576 pages. So condensed into an hour and a half movie, we're definitely missing a lot. But I watched it, I'm like, and that's why I I, I watched it, I'm like, I feel like there's pieces of this that I like. And I actually, I ordered the book. So I'm like, I'm just going to read this because this seems like something that's kind of cool. And I feel like I would like, I'm interested in the story. But I mean, there's definitely some good positives. I mean, should we talk about positives or should we make fun of some stuff first? Well, I mean, I think we've been ripping on for a while. I mean, positives are like some of the practical effects are like, well, okay, one thing I, I could have done without is her burning alive a cat and then <laughs> having to burn it again. I so could have done the, without that. There was only two people in the theater behind me. I actually laughed out loud at that part because it was so, in a sense, ridiculous. I mean, I felt for the cat. I felt for the cat when it was still alive and burning. I was like, oh, fuck. That thing's in pain. But when she first just flame on the cat, I just burst into laughter. <laughs> the ladies behind me are probably like, what an asshole. What a bitch. Yeah. Could have done without that. That's the only thing. Positives are like the burn effect on the guy in the car. When he looks, I'm like, 
okay that looks pretty good like that looks fucking gruesome. yeah I, I couldn't tell if this was 13 or r until we probably got to that part yeah like, oh, it's this r. Is definitely r yeah. but it kind of went back and forth between pg-13 and r Cause... It feels like they could have done a lot more with it. Oh, yeah. Like, if it's not the if... R rating, why not go for it? Yeah, well, that was my thought. If you're rated R, why not go balls to the wall with some of these burns? Like, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, this is a very inconsistent movie. There are times I'm like, okay. But most, like, it just fades in and out. I'm like, okay, I dig it. And other times I'm like, uh. Like, I don't know. Like I said, it saves it with an hour and a half. But, like... It was very forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it was definitely forgettable. I, I guess let's talk about some positives. Overall, I like the main actors, like the family, the three actors. Kind of cool seeing Zach Alfron again. I haven't seen him in so long. And if anybody's wondering, he still has a six pack. <laughs> but yeah, cool seeing Zach Alfron again. I thought the actors were great for the most part. Oh, here was a part, though. I know we're talking positives, so I'm going to complain anyway. Kirkwood Smith is in this movie, right? Red Foreman, 70s show. Yep. We see that little scene of him where like the head of the organization goes and talks to him. And that was it. Yeah, it seems like, oh, we you think like they're going to bring him into the fold again. And then you never see him for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I thought we were going to totally get a full on. Like, I thought he was going to be like, again, Stranger Thing reference, going to be the papa of this uh, organization going back to work, like, coming out of retirement. Nope, we just go visit him in a old folks home and then that's it. What was even the point of that scene? I don't know. Piss me off. I wanted more Kirkwood Smith. At least we have that 90s show coming up, but like I know. God, I want totally what a waste. Wasted. What a fucking waste. See, I'm getting all fired up. <laughs> fired up. Yeah. Right, we're it's gonna time out in just a second. So we'll jump back in and we'll like We'll finish it up. Yep. I'm like, I already burned through all my notes. This is fun. Yeah, just like, fuck this movie. Fuck this. Like, it's fine, but it's not good. Now, again, I don't think it sucked, but it's not a great movie at all. It's definitely in the middle. And this is going to get old quick. Yeah. But, okay. But to continue on, it's just like, it, like the movie, like, like, I, I didn't hate watching it. Also, I should mention, like, I didn't think it was going to be worth seeing in theaters. They had it, like, on theater, in theaters and on Peacock, which whoever owns that, NBC or something? ABC? NBC. I, I don't remember. NBC. Yeah. But I, I have it free through my internet provider. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to, I've never used this app before, but I'm like, whatever. I'll just watch it at home. You haven't been <laughs> you watching Bel Air? Oh shit! No, I... or the just... new, the new class of uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, that got canceled. Oh, I mean, apparently it got two seasons. I well, don't know. You know, had they focused on Zac Efron or Zac, uh, Zach Morris, <laughs> Zac Efron, I had they focused on Zach Morris as the governor of California and made that the plot line in the story we follow. Guaranteed you would have had a huge hit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, but Zach Morris is the governor of California is one of the greatest concepts ever. 
Well, like I said, we're not, yeah, I've never used Peacock before, but I'm like, eh, like I just didn't have time. We've been car shopping. So I'm like, well, I'll just throw it on at home. And I'm like, I feel like I didn't miss much in the theaters, honestly. I used one of my free tickets. So I was like, oh, Ooh, poor bastard. Glad, glad I didn't pay for this. I, I still like seeing it in theaters. Don't get me wrong, but I'm glad I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, you did. You, you paid $10 for the subscription to get you your free ticket. Mm-hmm. Roll over, whatever. I don't care. It was fine. Yeah, like it's like it's not concessions in at least. I know. Did you have any like other thought, like any favorites? I didn't even really have a favorite scene. Well, I guess I, I liked I liked her moment at school where she tries where she freaks out in the bathroom. I like, that was cool. Her yeah. teacher was hot. Like that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did like the scene where she's mind controlling the. Uh, those three boys on the bikes i like that part the the once we get towards the end it was it was kind of nice the staying at the old man's house i mean that whole scene just kind of drug on and on what the fuck was up with his wife though like did he allude to she's been sitting there for 30 years as like a vegetable yeah still, still alive technically by machines but just sitting there for 30 years as a vegetable yep because I thought the accident was recent. And then there's some line he said that alluded to 30 years. And I was like, holy hell. Yeah. No. Like, don't even, you're not even going to put a TV in there for her? Ugh. Oh, God. That, that, that scene is. I know. At first, I guess, I'm like, I guess we, haven't talked, about, we haven't talked about the guy hunting them down. So this other guy that was part of their experiments, which, again, this definitely belongs back in the past, like 50s, 60s, 80s kind of thing like experimenting with drugs and stuff like that but apparently yeah i guess the government's still doing it in 2005 i mean honestly probably probably but it happened a lot more in like 50s 60s i think it's like 50s through 80s is where we i mean the government the government literally invented lsd this should have been a timepiece movie like being current just didn't no, and I think the only reason they really like got rid of it again was because they didn't want as direct of a line drawn between this and Stranger Things. But honestly, the way the movie was structured oh, and the soundtrack, I'm like, there's no way you're not getting at least a little bit of like kind of like Stranger Things. Like, well, and having watched five. Stranger Things recently, I'm just it's leaps and bounds better than this movie was. Well, I know, but I'm like, no matter what, you're drawing oh, the conclusion. And I guess so. Let's go back to the guy that was hunting them down couple cool moments with him i'm gonna say though i didn't expect that turn for her for her to spare his life even though he killed her mother i was not expecting her to spare his life but then that scene at the end on the beach i I guess my biggest biggest thing i would say about that is it was not earned their friendship quote unquote at the end and him carrying her off was not earned i felt nothing yeah i know there's a lot like it just didn't, I mean, like, it was an hour and a half, which made it good, but also, like, restructuring to get to know exactly what the fuck is going on, like, flesh out the Institute a little bit more, like, the Captain Hollister, like, she shows up a couple times, and it feels like she's supposed to be the big bad, you know, and it just, but they don't she, really. She wasn't menacing enough for me. Like, no. go back and watch season one of uh, Stranger Thing. Papa has a presence about himself. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, like it's more just, I mean, 
Yeah, I guess my my real like my my theme or my own thoughts was like I didn't hate my time with it. I'm glad it was shorter, but like it could have restructured itself a little bit more to make it so like establish the threat, kind of explain a little bit more what the DSI Institute was, you know, and it honestly feels like if you made this, that's the hard part. Again, if you make this a TV show, it just turns into Stranger Things. Exactly. That's well, all. That's the problem. Is it that, that is the problem. I guess that's. It should take place in the 70s or the 80s, maybe the 70s, but still would be pretty comparison to Stranger Things. And it's done. Stranger honestly, Things I think you even said this back. Well, I mean, I guess you read it, wrote it in the 80s. You could really set like anywhere from like the 50s to like the the 80s. You could set this in. She's like, yeah. We run, we can't be, tra- you know, we try not to be tracked, live a normal family, kind of like a sleeper agent almost. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, that's really it for me. Like, I didn't, like, think, like, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's just super forgettable. There's things that I liked, but I, mean, I like the, I like the idea of like, we got this girl's got to learn to control her powers. What if she just one day went off like a nuclear bomb? Like 11 like 11 and like I, 11. I do like when she that when she really gets frustrated screaming and this fire shooting everywhere i love that and i like i do love how it's not just like pyro from x-men who just creates fire you know just create creates fire out of thin air per se but it's yeah. more like things heat up around her yeah she essentially like heats up the air around her and just which the, that stuff's cool so yeah i'm not completely dogging on the movie it yeah. definitely gets a letter or uh, yeah it gets it gets a full letter bump up being an hour and a half and not two hours again i if this was two hours i think i would have walked out yeah I but it, i even stayed to the end of the credits because there just might be something at the end so i was like maybe there's gonna be just one little scene of something at the end nothing this movie is fine but it's forgettably I'm, fine it's forgettably my, fine nothing i'm gonna be revisiting it. it's not like so bad i'm gonna remember how bad this movie uh, and it's like oh yeah i watched that a while ago i, I will it? say i curious to see the drew barrymore one yeah it's curious. On peacock. <laughs> what's that i said yeah it's on peacock oh it is oh uh, yeah see i'm curious to see that one all right i guess with that said i guess i guess it's a solid c mm, okay i'm giving it a c minus just because like i didn't hate it but like the third act just completely rushed and we didn't even talk about how like yeah she masters her fire ability but she also just pops out her dad's ability to manipulate people's minds and also her mom's ability or yeah i want to and i wanted more of that i want her i want her like just walking through the place she fucks the stuff up a little bit walking through the the facility i wanted more though yeah it's like yeah oh we're the cool stuff's happening Oh, it's it's over. It's over. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now you're now you're just on the beach. Like, where are you gonna go? Oh, that guy's gonna carry you off the beach. All right. Feels like you guys should be running a little faster. Seems well, like people will be coming, sh- showing up any minute to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I don't know. It was just messy. Yeah. Messy, forgettable. Yeah. I think that's it. It's a mess. It's a it's a hot, forgettable mess hot forgettable mess steamy yeah, forgettable steamy. Mess. on fire and like i would love to say it was a trash fire but it's not quite there i mean i'm like i'm at a solid well you're at a solid c i'm like at a c minus just because of that third act being like look at how cool this is I'm like yeah but we're like you're just shoving it down my throat to get through your hour and a half time you know yeah i don't know so that's that's pretty much 
all I have to say. That's our review of Firestarter. Good night, everyone. Yeah, that's that's it. You can find us online on movies underscore brews on oh. Instagram and Twitter. Let definitely us know, is this one better than the original? Definitely stream it. Don't see it in theaters. Yeah, if you have it, if you have Xfinity, you have free Peacock. So stream it. Or, you know, fire it. I don't know. Fire it up. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't see it in theaters. I don't think it's really worth it. No, and I'm glad I just, yeah, used my freebie. But yeah, that's it. That's it. Next week, we'll be back with Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers from Disney Plus. Maybe, Ch- Ch- I don't know. Chip and Dale's Rescue. I like, you thought, I'm like, oh, I'm getting drunk for that episode. Like, fuck you, this movie sucks. Or I'm going to be like, this was so good. Looks like Tom and Jerry will ever get. Well, I'm going to talk to Daniel after we get off here, but I'm going to try and talk him into a throwback to a classic movie called Top Gun. I'm watching, I am watching Rescue Rangers no matter what. Stay tuned. Like right, everybody, probably, thanks for downloading the show. What's that? I said Shiloh probably works on Friday night, so I'm just going to get a six-pack and sit down and watch Rescue Rangers. I'll be working Friday night. <laughs> Sell them Lego. Is- oh, yeah. Right. Well, thanks, everybody, for downloading the show. If you like to share with others, and we'll talk to you next time on Booze and Brews. Cheers. 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 Cheers.